Hello fellow SPA speakers members. I am Sunny and I'm here with Rachel Siggers. We're going to talk today about the recent speech contests that we had on September the 11th at Helen Lay House. And if you recollect, we had the two contests, the Humor Speech Contest and the Table Topics Contest. And Rachel was our contest chair of the evening, knitting together two exceptionally wonderful events. And I'm here with Rachel to talk about how she put those two events together. Rachel, hello. Hello, Sunny. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Rachel, I understand this was your second contest that you've organised. You, if I recollect, you organised a contest back in two thousand ten. Is that is that right? That's right, Sunny. Hmm. So, and and just let's go back to two thousand ten and just remind our uh, our members of what you did in two thousand ten. Was that a two contests or one contest? That was just for one contest. And to be quite honest, I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not too sure, but it was an area contest right. because we did put on a um, food. Mm-hmm. So Kath at the time, she was president at the time. So in fact, it might've been the second year I was with Spa Speakers, mm-hmm. but she and I got together and we organized a buffet and I did the cheering for one half of the contest on that d- afternoon. Right, so, some, so it was some time ago. Was some time ago. How did you feel about taking on the contest chair role this time? I felt quite excited actually, um, just because of my recent experience in Norwich. Um, I, I saw some people who were cheering the contest in a really enthusiastic way, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have a go at bringing that enthusiasm to spa speakers. So, Rachel, you, you're referring to the District 71 finals of the International Speech Contest. That's right. And uh, where you represented spa speakers, and you went to, to the finals. I did get into the yeah. finals, yes. Very exciting. Mm. And, and, and so it sounds like you wanted to replicate that experience, uh, taking on board the experience from the, co- from the International Speech Contest and translate that into the club by being the contest chair. That's right. And when I came back from the contest, I had spoken to the club that I would like to mentor somebody in the role of being contest chair. Mm. Um, and on this particular occasion, because we needed someone to step in, I was very happy to do that. Mm. And on another occasion, I'll be happy to mentor another member when it was their first time because I think it is a really good experience for any member to do Mm -hmm. um, as part of their leadership program and indeed when I did do it in the past I got a tick for my leadership program towards my remind me what they're called your your uh, probably your advanced leadership bronze award that'd be right see i knew sunny would know what all the things are from being bpe last year so that's right so i took on that role especially to help me towards my advanced leader leader bronze hmm. yes yeah, so, so fellow members most of us are now all on the new pathway um, platform of, of learning but before pathways and there was a time indeed before pathways there was the old communicator and and leadership uh, streams of, of learning, the old paper manuals. And for the competent leadership manual, there was a requirement to organize a contest, to be a contest chair. 
So there was a very much an incentive under the old manual system to get that tick, to get that sought after CL letters after your, your name. Now, currently with Pathways, there is no requirement well, that, has, that has appeared as of yet at level one, level two, or level three to organize a contest. But it sounds, it sounds like, Ron, Rachel, there was that personal benefit of, of organizing the contest. Can you think of what those personal benefits were? I think, I think probably one of the one of the biggest benefits is that feeling of, of organization that you get of bringing everything together. Mm. I was confident with the delivery of it and I knew there was background stuff that had to be done so I worked with Sunny and with um, with Pete who's the VP at the moment and Sunny our president to try and fill the roles. We're doing this at quite short notice so they were, they were very, very, very helpful in filling in the roles of the other members that we needed in terms of finding judges, finding timekeepers and of course needing meet and greet and people in those roles for the evening as well. And I think when you're taking on the role of contest chair, it brings that whole picture to you of the team effort that's needed to put on the contest. So certainly without those people in the background, then I wouldn't have been able to chair the, the uh, contest on the actual evening. Um, as far as the paperwork side of it, somebody in our club has done a very good job. I'm not sure who it is, but on Spa Speakers website, there are links which directly link us to pages on Toastmasters International and also some shortcuts. So to be honest, I feel I had a much easier job than I did in let's say 2011, 2012, because I literally said, yes, I want to do contest chair, clicked on the link and there was all this information for me. So in a way, one of the things was called a cheat sheet. And I think, to be honest, it really, it did help me cheat. Mm. I was able to go through this sheet and tick off, making sure that I'd filled all those roles before the evening began. And there was even a folder that had all the forms that I required for the evening. So like I said, big thank you. I don't know, Sunny, do you know who, who put that on the website? I, I'd like to say it was myself, but... I'm afraid not. It was probably, I suspect, Jazz. Jazz Canola, one of our former presidents who um, worked on rebuilding our website. And on our uh, website, there is, as Rachel has pointed out, is there is a whole suite of resources that, um, that outline the components of a contest. There's also the, the TMI resources found on the TMI International website where you can a contest chair can download a zip file which will contain the, the a manual, the rule book and all the forms required for every single contest. Now during the Toastmasters year we have a number of contests. The, inter, the humor speech contest and table topics are two of the four contests. The two others being the international speech contest and the evaluation contest and one rule book covers all four of those contests. So, so it sounds like you very much benefited from personally from the experience of organizing the, the contest, giving you that macro picture of how a meeting is run and also helping to tap into your already excellent organizational skills. What do you feel were the challenges of putting the contest together? I think the biggest challenge for me was time because 
at the moment I'm, I'm trying to run my own business and I was trying to establish in the same week this first music class of the, of the school term so I had those pressures and I printing the forms which I chose to do myself I thought this would be an easy job but it did it, it took time to go through so I think definitely the biggest challenge was time mm -hmm. and then people were very kindly offering help to me to sort the forms but because I printed them and I knew where I wanted them to go that was a task that I did want to to do myself just to make sure that I knew that every person who had a role had the forms they needed and I hope that that worked well on the night it seemed seemed to that people had the things that they needed um, and to that end that's something I would like to add to spa speakers sort of list of resources for a contest chair mm. is I did add to the things a, a tick list for myself but a tick list for forms for each person on the evening so I had gone through and thought of my contestants and their names and okay those people know they need those forms and I also had added particular briefing notes for myself the contest chair so that I didn't forget anything on the night and for the judge and already Godiva have asked me for the judges briefing notes so I've been very happy to share those with that with them so I guess Sunny what I would like to do um, in, the, in the near future is pass on those forms to yourself mm -hmm. so you can give it to the correct committee member to to upload as well to sort of keep making our resources even uh, more easy for the next contest chair to use so definitely for me it was just the it did take time to do that um, prior to the actual evening's event mm -hmm. and then just the thinking as well of how I was going to link things through. I had envisaged being a bit more funny before the humorous contest and I wasn't quite able to get those ideas rolling so my challenge for myself next time if I was cheering would be to have a little bit more of a warm-up, mm. get the audience laughing particularly for the humorous contest. And, 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 and do you feel that that uh, incorporating a sense of humour, would that come from practice? It, I think it it would have been ideal if I had had that time to think more clearly of, of some humorous anecdotes, mm. particularly to get people laughing. I felt I could warm up the audience in other ways. We have some members in our club <laughs> who are very naturally witty, and uh, some of those members were speaking in the contest, and uh, one of them even won on the evening. For myself, uh, that is a challenge still, to be naturally witty and naturally humorous. So I think that... Um, look, reflecting on the evening, that is one area that I would have liked to have improved on, was warming up, with the, helping the audience to laugh before the speakers came on board. I, I, mean, I mean, personally, I, I thought you did a sterling job of, of warming up the audience and pulling there the humorous chords. It, it sounds to me as if, in many ways, the organising the contest is an operation of logistics, where you're, as contest chair, you're managing a whole series of projects. Every single role holder, be it the judge, be it a timekeeper, be it the sergeant at arms, or a, or a allocated speaker, they're all mini projects that fit into an umbrella of, of the overall project of the, the contest. And to that end, it's about setting certain objectives for every single project. I think you've, you've yeah, hit the nail on the head with that, Sunny. That's exactly what it is like. Many projects within mm. to create the whole, whole finished project of the contest. And that takes time to, to, to stitch together. And I saw at the contest how you were able to essentially prepare a individual bespoke dossier for every single project, um, for every single role holder. So they had 
various instructions on the top of their clipboard with the required forms that they would have needed. For example, that might have been the tally sheet or the time sheet or um, the eligibility form. So yes, there's a lot of paperwork that goes into organising the contest and we probably did cut down half a rainforest, but it's okay. <laughs> All that paper has gone back into the recycling. Are, are there any other lessons that you feel that you can draw from the contest? How do you feel that the speakers themselves, these in many ways the stars of both contests, will have benefited from being in, in a contest? Well, I hope that they would have benefited in a few ways. And I spoke about some of these benefits prior to the contest, and that is, as a speaker, when you're preparing for a contest, it's a bit different than a normal speech, and I feel that you do give it that little bit extra. And then on the evening itself, again, because of the contest realm of it, you're not just sort of going there, oh, I'm just going to do the speech, but you really want to do the speech the best that you can deliver it at that time. And I think that by entering a contest, you are pushing yourself a little bit more and it's exciting as a speaker to see where you, where you can go for the speakers who have come first and second in our contest and going forward I think this is another opportunity especially with prepared speeches for them to fine-tune their speeches for the next time they get to deliver them now it's not so easy for the table topics um, but again it's that thinking on your feet and thinking that it's more than just a club night thinking this could lead to the next level and then perhaps to the next and maybe even to the nationals and I think it does it does encourage the speaker to to give it a little bit more than usual and um, and, and again just let themselves see where they can go with their speaking skills. And, and it's, it sounds in many ways that you feel that the contest sharpens the mind, it sharpens the, the speech craft. Definitely. And I think that maybe comes about from the longevity of a speech. If you think about an, an ordinary meeting, a person delivers a speech, the chances of them then delivering that speech again are pretty remote. Whereas if we're looking at a series of contests and looking at a member progressing through the levels from club to, to area, to division, to region, the chances are they will be practicing that speech a, a number of times. So if you think back to your own experience at the International Speech Contest, how many times did you formally have to present your, your speech? Off the top of my head, I'm going to say five. Hmm. Now, if I think about it, I might rejig that figure by maybe one more. Um, but five is what comes to mind. And every single time I delivered it, I tweaked and changed it. And I found that a, a huge learning process. Um, it really, it really benefited me. And in a way, I felt my speech got a little bit stale just before I delivered it at the finals. So I came away, you know, the night or so before the finals and then worked out how to give my speech energy again. So I, I knew it inside and out, but how, how do I get that energy back? So I think all of these things are really beneficial. And if you are speaking in a job where you need to deliver the same speech again and again, to have that courage, I guess, to tweak it, to change it, to adapt it to your audience. And also that challenge of keeping it alive so that for each audience who hears it, it feels like it is their first time, even if you've said it a number of times. And there are probably quite a, quite a number of work roles where you might be delivering the same thing. So I think that's a really good skill to learn as well. Mm. And in, in some ways, then, the, the contrast of a contest speech as opposed to an, an isolated club speech is that speech is an involving project. 
it continues beyond the duration, the, the constraints of, of an ordinary club meeting. And in some ways it requires, as you say, that continual cultivation of the speech to maintain its freshness. Yeah. And I, I, I would wager probably also a lesson in the art of editing. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I think for speakers as well to know that you, you can repeat a speech even if it's not part of a contest. And I think Pathways is sort of offering the opportunity. Mm. And I did this for my humorous speech, speech, not the contest one, that I felt I didn't quite hit the punchlines and so I delivered it again. I did it to a different club, so it's a different audience. And even though that wasn't contest material, I definitely gained lots from that experience. So that's something I would encourage people. If people want to try and develop their speaking skills and, and maybe they're not so keen on entering contests, but you can still do that in the Toastmasters environment mm. because it's giving you those opportunities. The, the opportunity to effectively be adaptable, to adapt to your speech craft in different settings. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's a very good point. I think for many of our club members, we become accustomed to speaking in the same venue to a very familiar audience. There is a greater challenge in taking a speech, taking one's uh, set of skills and applying those skills to an unfamiliar audience or an unfamiliar setting. And for, for many of us, maybe when we apply for jobs and we will probably have to present to a panel of, of interviewers. You know, that is a, a, a useful lesson. Absolutely, I think it is one that you can take to all, all areas of life. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, and finally, as we come to a close of, of our interview, our discussion about the, the contest, are there any takeaway comments that you'd like to impart to our members? I would think my takeaway comments for you are to embrace the opportunities that Toastmasters presents. The next time your club is saying, who would like to take on the contest chair role, put up your hand because I know that you will hugely benefit from the experience and you have a chance to make that evening really special for those people who are entering the contest. Mm. So I think it's a fantastic opportunity that would encourage everyone to take on at some point in their Toastmasters Career is not quite the word, right word, but to Toastmasters' journey. Toastmaster's journey. I mm. like that, Sunny. So a great opportunity to sprinkle stardust and endorphins. Beautifully put, yes. Fellow spa speakers, over and out.